This is Anthony Manfredi. Hi, this is Opal Alipat. And this is the Performance Management TechCast podcast. Welcome to the Performance Management TechCast. We are recording this in February 2021. Today, we are proud to have with us Tim Toe, the founder and president of Applied OLAP. Opal and I are extremely excited to discuss with Tim how Applied OLAP has been successful, what he sees in the current market, and what the future looks like for Applied OLAP. Hi, Tim. It's good to chat with you today. So please introduce yourself to our audience. Thanks, Opal. I'm Tim Toe. I'm the founder and president of Applied OLAP, as you've already heard. I started out life as a CPA. Um, I used to do financial consolidations, you know, the old-fashioned way in Excel spreadsheet, actually Supercox spreadsheet previous to that. Became an Oracle ACE director. Actually, before that, I even became a Microsoft MVP for Excel, Oracle ACE director. I've written books. I've had a blog for years that's you know, not too active right now. It needs to be dusted off shortly, in fact. I'm a pilot, a skier, a rock climber, a grandpa, and now, unfortunately, an Alzheimer's caregiver. So that's, that's about it for me. What products and services does Applied OLAP sell? I should say a little bit about my company, Applied OLAP. I'm the founder of the company. I founded it in 1998 to build better products around the S-based product line. So we have three products currently. We, we've had a product that sunsetted a while back. Our original product was called Active OLAP for S-Base, used by some companies way back in the early 2000 timeframe. But the products we have today are pretty exciting. We have the Dodeca Spreadsheet Management System, we have the Dodeca Excel add-in for S-Base, and we have DrillBridge. So the Dodeca Spreadsheet Management System is our flagship product. It's really, we market it as a high productivity spreadsheet application platform. So if there were a Gardner group was such a, a label, we'd probably be the only player in it. So I don't know where they would actually position us within the magic quadrant, right? But that's really what we we concentrate on is that that application. We have many, many companies, by the way, using that for mission critical applications, reporting, budgeting, forecasting, uh, analysis. We have some pretty interesting applications out there in those areas. Our Dodeca Excel add-in for S-based product is a product that we created after the original classic Excel add-in for S-base was sunsetted by Oracle. We heard calls from the user community that they needed something that was simple, that acted like the old Excel add-in. So we built a product that acted as closely as possible to the old Excel add-in. Of course, we built it with new technology. And finally, we have DrillBridge. So DrillBridge is a drill-through solution that sits on top of existing Hyperion applications, including SmartView, Planning, EPM Cloud, HFR, and others. So that product, by the way, we acquired uh, that product from Jason Jones. Jason is now our VP for security. He also does a tremendous amount of development for us. So, so that, those are the three products that we have today. And being a CEO of a software company that's been around for decades and has been very successful, what motivates you to get up and go to work in the morning? Interesting question. I've always been motivated by making people's job easier. Originally, that was my thing. When I started in accounting, I looked at spreadsheets and I said, you know, if I could make a spreadsheet automated and make it do the work of 10 accountants, 
my logic was I should be able to be paid for the work of two accounts, right? But it kind of morphed into this thing where I want to make people so they can be more productive, get their job done a lot faster. So that's really kind of what I concentrate on still today is making it easier and better for our customers to get to the information. You know, I think we've been pretty successful at that. We recently had a CEO of a fairly well-known company mention our product during his annual talk with his, with his employees. That was pretty fascinating. Our tech support team gets rave reviews from every customer. Our, our tech support team is really charged in making sure our customers are successful with the product. In our, our vision for our company and how we actually structured the company, you know, we, we built this company ourselves. We bootstrapped it ourselves. We didn't take any type of external investment at all. We built it all slowly through taking earnings from selling software and reinvesting it back in. And as such, you know, we're in a position today where we have a really low pressure sales organization, first of all, but that our company really runs without any need to actually do sales, believe it or not. So we, we don't have to do any sales at all to make our numbers. We, because our customers know that our strategy is to get a few customers and to keep them very happy. And that's what we've done. Now, when I say a few customers, those customers are pretty big customers. So people like Kroger. Kroger, the Kroger company is actually our largest customer. We have 50,000 users at Kroger. We were told recently that, you know, despite the fact they just went live on Oracle Financial's cloud, they expected that probably Dodeca usage would, would decline a bit. But they see it increasing because they see reporting working 60 times faster in Dodeca than what they were getting out of their cloud reports. Other customers, you know, Wells Fargo, Chase, Regions Bank, Travelers, Transamerica, Principal, United Healthcare, Johnny Hancock, Din, you know, Nestle, among others. So a lot of those have extremely mission critical applications. And, and really getting up in the morning for me is making sure that those customers are happy and that they stay happy. I guess that's it in a nutshell. That's really great. And congratulations. I mean, it's, it's wonderful to see how your company has grown and how successful it's been. What does a typical workday look like for you? It's changed over the years. So let me describe what it was and kind of the history of what the workday was. So, you know, when I found the company, we did consulting. So I was on the road for about you know, three to four years consistently. I think I did 35 trips to California from Huntsville, Alabama in one year. It was just constantly getting up and going to work and working hard and working late and, and all that type of stuff. It morphed into more of, you know, when I, I had some more developers working and, and it was just kind of a normal go to work and I developed code with my team. I did all the sales back then. I actually did everything back then. I sometimes cleaned the toilet. I call it the full entrepreneurial experience. So then it morphed again, you know, when we decided to build a, a sales organization and we're not really a high pressure sales team. We only have two people in our whole sales organization. I brought in people to do that. I have a controller now that does everything. I have admin that, that assists with things. So I've hired about five or six people really to take the place of a lot of things I was doing. So my job then became a bit more of going back to vision and, and what do we do with our product in the future? And that's kind of where it is today. And today with the pandemic, I'm actually probably the only one that goes to the office uh, every day when I'm in Huntsville. I, 
I live in Colorado in the wintertime and I ski most days, at least a couple hours a day. So I'll work in the morning on my laptop, go out and ski or, or vice versa. Now, when I'm in Huntsville, though, I go to the office and um, work there. And basically I, I do phone calls every day. I talk on the phone for a living. Now, the reason I go to the office, by the way, is uh, I, I mentioned I'm an Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's caregiver. So that's really when I can get away and actually concentrate on, on doing work. So that's been one of the biggest challenges for me is, is having to balance that. That's actually a good segue into the next question, which is, you know, given the fact that we are in this COVID-19 world, which looks like it's going to let up possibly even this year, what kinds of trends are you seeing in this world? You know, I don't know if I see a lot of different trends due to the pandemic. I mean, we do see differences, obviously, right? We're not traveling anymore. I used to travel quite a bit. We're somewhat decentralized. You know, we only have 18 people. We're in seven states. The core of, of the development team is in Huntsville, Alabama. It was fairly easy for them to go off to do remote development. And some of the things we've been doing in preparation for our next major release actually uh, made it easier for us to do that. So it's been a pretty good transition for us there. Uh, Sales-wise, it's pretty much the same, except for we don't go on site anymore. And, and for those of you that haven't had COVID, I, I recommend against it. I was sick for three weeks with a fever up to 104.5. Oh my so, gosh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. The worst part was, you know, it was right after we came back from Breckenridge last year. So I was skiing at 13,000 feet on Saturday. The following Friday, I was on my couch in Alabama with 104.5 fever. And I had to get up and make dinner for my wife, you know, with Alzheimer's. She can't do tasks like that. So that was challenging. That was more challenging pandemic-wise than anything in our business. If you could explain you know, to people who don't know Aspace or this technology or are not part of the Oracle world at all, how would you explain Dodeca to them? Sure. Well, we'll start with Aspace. Aspace is really key to what our strategy is. Now, Aspace is a, a multidimensional database. It's, it's strange in the database world because it stores only numbers, right? And it's really made to look at the dimensionalities in any normal data set, time, products, scenarios, geography, that type of thing, and be able to, to put data in at the atomic level, lowest level, zip codes and you know, product SKUs and, and days and aggregate those up to months and quarters and product lines and states and regions and that type of thing so that you can see across any level of any dimension the information that you need to see so it's great for reporting it's great for budgeting and forecasting it's just a, a great tool for that what the vision was originally for dodeca is to and actually for the company was to build better tools around s-base so the, the the standard user interface for s-base was always excel I got actually involved with S-Base back in 95, actually doing an S-Base project, believe it or not, for Microsoft, who's a major competitor to S-Base now. Going forward with Dodeca, I guess we looked at the different aspects of what Oracle has with their products. And so, you know, they have products for reporting, for budgeting, for analysis. So for reporting, they have a product called Hyperion Financial Reporting. It's really easy to use for the end user. They don't have to know anything about databases. The knock on that product though is it's not really flexible and it's not Excel. So the analytic tool that they have for S-Base, the Oracle has, is called SmartView. 
So smart view, there's a lot of training that goes with it, right? So you get the advantages of Excel. So you get formulas and, you know, formatting, all that kind of stuff. But you have to know a lot about the structure of the database and where it's located to effectively use that tool. So there's a lot of training. There's a lot of potential for error, frankly, in that, in that product. Finally, in the planning side is Oracle planning. Recurrent planning originally was the, the product. We looked at that and we said, you know, that's a great tool to input data into SBase and do some actions and kind of manage the form process. When we architected Dodeca, we kind of took those three products and the, the best things of those and we molded them together into a single product. So we do all those within Dodeca. But when we stepped back and looked at it, we said, you know, the, the problem with what we have now is it's only as good as those three, they're put together, but it, it's just, just as good as those three. The thing that really was difficult for users in those environments was tailoring functionality. So Oracle or Hyperion Planning, a lot of people spend a lot of time and money trying to tailor that product to meet their needs. SmartView, we saw, and, and before that, the, the Excel add-in, we saw a lot of people writing macros and stuff to, to make it automate and make it do what they wanted. HFR, there is no, no customization or tailoring really. So we decided to build not just around our product, but actually permeated through it, this whole extensibility idea. So Dodeca is actually built on top of a, an extensible plugin modular framework so we can plug in new functionality. In fact, that modular framework goes so deep within Dodeca that SBase, which is what we really specialize in, is architected as a plugin. The SBase functionality is architected as a plugin on top of Dodeca. So we can actually unplug it and sell Dodeca to customers who don't have SBase. There's no traits of SBase in it. We don't have to recompile the product or anything. It's just, just a plugin functionality. So I mentioned Kroger's our largest customer. They have about 50,000 users using SBase with Dodeca. Previously, uh, before they had Dodeca, they had 250 users of SBase. So it's grown SBase significantly within the organization and the utility of that database being able to be spread wider among their customer base. They have an application, by the way, that they built that Dodeca really enables them to do. It's a reporting application that helps their managers save costs. So it's called achieving best store expense. And with this, they're actually setting targets for store managers based on different metrics. And our report to the store manager not only shows how they're doing against their, their targets, but also how they're doing against other nearby stores in those targets. And they're, they're actually focusing on certain expense accounts every year, right? So what they're finding is they're finding the information these store managers are getting are enabling them to collaborate with other store managers to lower costs. So one store may be good at housekeeping expense. Another store may be good at maintenance, right? So these store managers are getting together and finding out how they can save money in these different areas. When you add that up with Kroger, you know, they have 3,500 stores. That adds up to a lot of money. It's $200 million is what they told us their savings are over a three-year span. So... That's kind of one example of things that people do with Dodeca. A simpler example is just straight financial reporting. LexisNexis uh, had a study done by PwC that found they spent 27,000 man hours per year creating management reports. With Dodeca, they were able to cut that in half within the first year. So that was pretty fascinating, just the automation that they've done there that save a lot of effort and time within their company. SBase is just a plug-in into it. 
when people are thinking about building out a Dodeca application, just from an SBA standpoint, do you build that first and then work on Dodeca or do you do it hand in hand? What usually, how does it usually work? Well, traditionally we've come into companies after the fact, right? Mm-hmm. So they've already had SBA for a while. That's been our traditional you know, market is to go into those customers that have existing cubes. So, you know, sometimes those existing cubes don't perform that well. We're not going to make the cube faster, right? Because we sit right. on top of that. But what we can do is we can make it easier and faster for the end user to get to their information. So it's not going to retrieve data faster than SBase does itself, but the end user is going to get to their answer faster, right? Obviously, if you tune your SBase databases or you design them so that they're, you know, more efficient, obviously the data is going to retrieve faster. Now, we do have some things coming in our next version. It's going to be released uh, in the next couple of months, probably, that's going to actually help with that. So we have some functionality that we're implementing called asynchronous and concurrent operations. Asynchronous functionality means that, you know, when you retrieve a big thing from SBase, you know, today when you're in SmartView or any other product, it just kind of locks up and it's not responding until it comes back, right? Right. The whole idea for this asynchronous functionality is that it doesn't lock up. And then you can go run another report while the first one's running, right? So that's the first part of it. The second part is concurrent operations. So we see a lot of reports and input forms and that type of thing in, in our world where there are multiple retrieve ranges. So they can be to the same database. It can be to different databases. We even support to different versions. That, you know, Technically, today, we support everything from... Space 653, which is like 2005 timeframe, to the latest 21C, which we released a couple of months ago. And technically on our forums and our, our views, as we call them, you can actually retrieve data from those two different disparate data sources and put them in the same form. What the concurrent functionality will let you do is have those queries running at the same time. So I talked to one of our customers about this. It was an interesting observation he made. He said, you know, let's say I have a report that has five queries in it, five retrieve ranges. He said, so the time the, the retrieve will be reduced from the sum of the five retrieves times to the time of the longest retrieve. Right. He said, yeah, that's, that's about correct. Now, there's a little bit of overhead, but not much. We've done some testing now with up to eight concurrent retrieves. You can actually put a governor on it for a given report. We have seen reports, by the way, in our world Saw one recently that had something like 800 retrieves. I know that Kroger in the past told us that they had when they had 1,200 retrieves. Now, obviously, that's going to run quite a bit faster if you have enough, you know, bandwidth on your server. If you have enough processor in your server to actually handle it, you could send off eight requests at a time, for example, and have eight queries running at the same time. Theoretically, that report should run eight times faster. And in our practice, what we've seen it would be more like seven and a half times faster. So there's a little bit of overhead, but not, not that much. So we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, sounds great. What are the yeah. other types of plugins that, uh, that Dodeca can, can uh, talk to? What are the types yeah. of like relational databases, things like that? Yeah, it's really a plugin architecture is what I mean by that, meaning that you can plug in custom functionality. And when we build the product, we plug in the functionality. So we plugged in functionality for SBase and we build it on our framework. We plugged in SQL functionality. So we have a whole uh, functionality called SQL pass-through data sets that allows you to retrieve data mm-hmm. or send data back to uh, from the spreadsheet 
any relational database that has a JDBC driver. So that all happens from our server side, all the complexities at the server side, right? Other functionality we plug in, like our commentary functionality, some of that's integrated in, it's not architected as a plugin. Our extensibility language, we have an event-driven extensibility language. I talked about extensibility a bit earlier. We have, um, you know, a plug-in architecture there as well. So we have events. So the event is when something happens in the environment. So for example, Excel has an after workbook open event. The deck has an after workbook open event. But Excel in total has something like 15 events maybe. Dodeca has like 119, I think, at last count. So just about any time you think you might want to tailor something, there's an event for that, right? Mm-hmm. So let's, for example, before you retrieve a sheet or before you retrieve a given range on a sheet or before you retrieve anything in the workbook, there's an event for that. After the retrieve at the range sheet and and workbook level their events. There's events before zoom in, after zoom in, before keep on the remove keep on. I mean, everything you can possibly imagine, everything that we think we could hook where somebody might want to, you know, do something special. When you right mouse click on a cell, you know, there's a, a context menu that comes up. There's an event for that. So you can actually change the context menu on the fly. You can tailor it to your exact specific needs. So that those events themselves aren't plugins but the actions that you take in response to those are plug-in. So the mm-hmm. actions that we have are pre-built bits of code that do some high-level things. So you can think about standard spreadsheet things like studying the value in a cell or setting the entry in a cell or setting the font in a cell and that kind of stuff. So we have all those, but we have some high-level ones too. So you can tell it to go run a SQL query that's defined in another place in Dodeca and take the results and put it into a, or a form, right, or to a spreadsheet and insert it. Or, you know, you run MDX query and do the same thing or a report script or something like that. So you can do all these very high level things with very, very little coding in Dodeca. Typically, if there's an, an action that we look at and say, that's something that a lot of customers will have, we'll write that, work with it as a plugin module for that customer, right? And then for the next release, we'll actually integrate that as a general piece of Dodeca. We also have something called Dodeca functions, by the way, that work the same way. So Dodeca functions return information that you can't get through an Excel formula. So one of the nice things about workbook scripting is you can interact with the worksheet and pull data or ranges in through formulas and interact with them. There are certain things you can't get with formulas though. So I'll give you a a very good example. Some people in the past used to use the S-based database description. It was also called the S-based note of the day in the old Excel add-in. It was a, a button you could push to show that note of the day. We actually can return that so you can put it into your spreadsheet and just pop it into a cell. So it's a one-line type of thing. So those are the types of things that we're plugins within our environment as well that uh, really make it extensible. Wow, it sounds, it sounds extremely powerful. It sounds uh, like an amazing product. Yeah, the, the, the thing to remember, though, it's extremely powerful. With power comes a little bit of complexity, right? So there's a lot to learn when you mm-hmm. start with So it becomes a bit overwhelming at times. You know, it, the, the, we designed the product to be able to be flexible like this, right? So there are other things that aren't flexible. Oracle planning and EPM cloud, they're not as flexible. They're made for a different group, though. They're made for somebody who really wants to build something that has that out-of-the-box functionality 
And what we tell people is if that meets your needs, then that's a good product for you. But if it doesn't meet your needs and you need to try to tailor it to make it do something that it's not supposed to do, that's kind of where Dodeca starts. And so, you know, that's kind of where we differentiate ourselves from, from what people do with EPM Cloud and Oracle planning in the past. Other than the Oracle products, do you guys have any real competitors in your space? Sometimes we see one stream. We used to see other competitors, but you know, frankly, they all got acquired. Hmm. And you know, those were days of celebration for us. We knew we'd never see them again. One of our competitors was a company called Clarity Systems. You know, they, they were around for a long time. They were a consulting company in Canada that built a product. And the product was built on some really old technology. When they were acquired by IBM, it was, they were acquired for some XBRL functionality that they had, not for the product we competed against. We, we basically popped the champagne that day because we knew we'd never see it. IBM's were where products go to die, right? Think about Lotus 1, 2, 3. Yeah. <laughs> Think about Alpha Blocks. You remember Alpha Blocks back then? Yeah, in the day? I do remember Alpha oh. Blocks. <laughs> If you could just take a step back and look at the last 20 years, what do you feel like you've done right? And wh- wh- where can you, uh, what can you do better? I think we've done right in, like I mentioned, serving the customers, making sure they're happy. I mean, th- that's our goal is to have happy customers. We don't need to have a thousand new customers a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have to have any new customers, by the way. I mean, our company is structured and our maintenance flows are structured. So we don't have to sell any software at all. And, we all still make a good amount of money, right? In our company. We've made that sustainable model the way it is for a reason. What could we do better? We could probably get the word out to more people who could use our product. My gut feel is that we don't, yeah, you know, we, we kind of stay within a closed loop within our, our contacts. I mean, we we market to people who go to appearing conferences, basically, right? That's kind right. of been another thing. But how many customers do that? 5% maybe? So there's probably a lot of best-based customers out there that have never heard of us. I was on a chairlift literally two hours ago with somebody who is in finance at a large hotel that never heard of us that could probably use our product. Doing an organized approach to go and seek out those types of people who have never heard of us. I think that's something that that we can do a lot better at. Yeah. How does that dependency impact your strategy, especially given the fact that Oracle S-Base in the last four years has undergone some pretty extreme product changes? Yeah. Well, actually, we're excited about the product changes, to tell you the truth. I mean, you know, I think you're referring to the fact that it used to report to the EPM group, right? So there, kind of EPM was the master at one point, and then it went to OAC, and OAC was the master. And so S-Base was never kind of on its own. Now it's reports to the database group. So it's kind of standalone now. And I think that's a good thing that, that for us, I mean, we're kind of on an, not necessarily an equal footing, but a more equal footing with the S-based team than we were when they were serving these masters exclusively, right? So it was kind of like we took the, the morsels that were left from those teams and whatever they wanted for their priorities and we dealt with that. Now we can you know, we, we see the S-Base team really working to improve the product standalone from, you know, the OAC group specifically wants or what the EPM cloud group specifically wants. Obviously, there's, there's things we're putting in to benefit those groups, but we get some input as well that I think is, is valuable. And I think on the flip side, if people understood more of how Dodeca worked and what it did for people, we got more of the story out, then I think we could actually help 
standalone S-based Dells. So we, we are taking some steps in that direction. We're working on actually a, an Oracle Cloud Marketplace offering for Dodeca so that you can very easily install Dodeca on Oracle, the Oracle OCI Cloud. And also not just install Dodeca, but also bring S-Base into the same CPUs. So you can install it as a unit. We think that's probably cost-effective primarily for the uh, people who are doing bring your own license into the cloud. But you know that's, that's yet to be seen. So we haven't quite got that deployed yet. We're, we're about ready to. Uh, another thing that we're working on right now, I think we've got the agreement signed is uh, the idea that we can do application specific licensing now for S-Base with Dodeca. Oh, so wow. we can you know, now sell Dodeca and S-Base licenses together and we get, we get S-Base at a discount, a significant discount. So we can pass that along to our customers. So we think that we can you know, work with essentially some partners that are interested in building product based on Dodeca and selling product based on Dodeca and S-Base together. Now we don't really have a marketing arm to go out and market to the finance groups that don't know S-Base today. But I think that's something that could help fuel S-Base sales in the future. While we're on that topic, so then obviously you have to have a strong collaboration with Oracle. How does that process work? It, it basically goes back to relationships. I mean, it's, it's just about like anything in business, right? I've known the people who are really in that group and working with the development teams. I've known them for a long time. Uh, in some cases, well over 20, actually, in, in, I know two cases of well over 20 years. We work closely with them. We were given some access to do some testing to make sure that Dodeca, uh, sorry, that S-Base21C worked for Dodeca and our customers. So we have a little bit of feedback into you know what development things should do, but we do work closely with them though. We have a good, a great, actually a great relationship with the S-Base team. Okay. What is your long-term strategy for Dodeca? I don't know for sure. I mean, it kind of depends on where technology goes. Let's go back to the late 1990s. Everybody said, oh, you're going to do everything on the web, right? Well, that didn't quite come to be. We do a lot of things on the web, but not everything. So the, the hardcore type data analysis that we see is in desktop software today, right? So Excel on the desktop is far, far more powerful than Excel on the web. And it's going to be probably forever. Just this is the difference between compiled code and uncompiled interpreted code, right? This is, it couldn't be fast enough in the web. If you do these big spreadsheet models and that type of thing. Yeah. You know, so we see probably continuing to run a desktop type of functionality. Duck is a desktop application. It's well, actually, it's a hybrid. It, it has a .NET component that runs on the desktop. And then it has, you know, servers that run in, in the cloud or on-prem in Java, whatever, wherever you want to put those. So we see that continuing. There's obviously, there's new .NET functionalities that are out. The .NET 5 has come out. So we'll be updating that. That may allow us to go to some other platforms other than Windows. And we, we do have a Mac wrapper as well. So we see that happening. You know, we have looked at the idea of doing a web version. I, I don't know if we're, we're going to go there yet. One thing we probably will do in the, in the shorter term is right now our application is it's .NET. It runs in WinForms. So there's a user interface. We're looking at building a headless version 
of Dodeca so that you can run more easily batch reporting. We see a lot of people doing batch reporting with Dodeca. Yep. And it popped up an interface, right? So yep. it's, it's not the best solution. It's not what we aimed Dodeca for. We may write a functionality that's aimed for doing batch type reporting. But that's really what we see for that product. I see us probably continuing to grow slowly. Uh, we don't really want to go out and get capital and report to other people. We, we kind of like the idea that our company is, is serving customers and customers love it. I think our customers would be probably upset at us if we went to, and, and got money or capital to try to build faster and build bigger. I mean, I, I think this is, that's a great place to be, still being your own person, right? Still being your own company and, and, and building out and serving the clients. Yeah, I agree. We don't report to anybody except our customers. So I don't have to worry about making quarterly numbers. I don't have to do these special deals at quarter end to sell software. I don't have to pressure people. I mean, we love that. We love the fact that, you know, we sell software when people see value. That's kind of the impetus for our Dodeca challenge sales approach where people get to try it for free for six months and we fully support it. I mean, we'll, we'll help you get your application up and running because we believe that people will find value within six months. If not, they're never going to find value. And so we don't really want to have customers that aren't finding value in our product. So it's different than a public company, right? Where you have those pressures to produce all the time and make the numbers. And, you know, that's not how we want to run our company or run our yeah. lives. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here in Breckenridge, Colorado, right? I told you guys earlier, today was 24 days in a row for me to ski. I didn't ski that much today, but I, I got out there. So you know, I get to do that. I've been very, very lucky. So this has been an excellent conversation. I, I've learned so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Is there anything that you would like to plug or anything coming up for uh, Applied OLAP? Obviously, you know, we're, we're active in the user committee. We're, we have uh, the K-Scope conference uh, is not going to be virtual, but we're the titanium sponsor for that. Uh, we're looking forward to next year when hopefully it'll be back to normal. We can all get back together. We'll be titanium sponsor for that as well. And, you know, we'll, we'll all throw a big party. Maybe we'll have a mask burning party at case Gov. That'd be great if that can happen. Um, yeah, <laughs> that would be great. That'd be awesome, right? I mean, obviously, we have our new version of our software coming out. You know, it's not just, I've talked about the asynchronous functionality, but we've, we've done a lot of work on our infrastructure. We've, we're implementing SSO. So you'll be able to use SAML2 to log into Dodeca. We've improved our, performance on our commentary, we found uh, some algorithm changes that uh, increased the performance of our commentary functionality about at least tenfold, not more. We've got uh, new functionality coming for some SQL functionality that's pretty cool. So people wanted to be able to type into a cell and have autocomplete. So we're actually putting that in right now. It's an idea that just came from a customer within the last couple of weeks. We were meeting with a customer and they said, you know, we'd like, you know, how Excel kind of, when you have a list of items in a, in a column and you start typing it autocompletes, we'd like that. So we actually looked at that and then improved on it and, and built something actually better within our product that's configurable. So we see that probably used a lot in our relational technology. So when people are doing input, you can actually have a defined list that you can limit to the list or let people type whatever they want free form, but they'll try to do autocomplete. So we're doing all kinds of cool, exciting things in this new version. I can't wait to get it out. So, yeah. yeah well, when are you anticipating it? Uh, well, we've we've given dates and they've come and passed, but that's kind of our way. Right? We don't we don't ship software before it's time. 
but I'm really thinking that within the next couple of months, we'll have it out. We're planning on getting a beta out to some key customers within the next couple of weeks, if, if not less. What's the best way for clients to get in touch with you? Sure. If you send email to dodeca at appliedolab.com, it actually goes into our sales organization. If you want to contact me, timto at appliedolab.com, feel free to email me. Uh, if it's a question about dodeca, I can answer. You know, I'll go ahead and do that. If it's something that's a tech support thing, I'll forward it into our support system. Hmm. If it's a sales thing, I'll probably forward it over, at least talk with our um, sales team before I respond to you. I think all of our customers actually have my cell phone number. So that's kind of a difference as well in our software. So if there's a problem, the buck stops here. I mean, people could call me if they need to. I never really get calls from customers. Very rarely, maybe once a quarter, I'll get a call from a customer. And usually it's a customer's a friend's asking for a favor. And how do we get some new folks now? How do I structure something? There's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. So thedecadapply.com uh, is the, the official sales organization address. I'd like to thank Tim for uh, generously donating his time and, and talking with us today. I feel like we learned so much about Dodeca and, and about how to be successful in this business and really focus on our customers. Take care, Tim, and have a great evening. Hi, Tim. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you for listening. The statements in this show represent the views of the participants and the hosts, and not necessarily the views of any organizations they may be affiliated with. You can reach us on Twitter, Anthony at The Man Freddy and Opal at Woman in EPM with the hashtag PMTechCast. Please remember to subscribe to get the latest from the Performance Management TechCast.